definitely human. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It is Christmas in Hong Kong, 1921. Sebastian St. Battenberg and his overeager acquaintances are once again embroiled in the tangled web of the occult. A deadly encounter at their festive dinner party has left them shaken but determined to unravel the secrets of their assailants. Compiling their leads, they are making a list and checking it twice in The Infinite Bad. The Nightmare of Cao Yi Chao, Part 4 Our four heroes regroup in the late morning in the old Majestic Hotel. A more mid-market establishment than the party venue the night before, it lies further down the Hong Kong coast, its breakfast room featuring an open-air terrace that overlooks the harbour. At this late hour, they are the only people there, save for an elderly South Asian couple and an even older European man smoking a cigarette and reading a cheap newspaper, smudged fingers marking his coffee cup. The breakfast is a mix, congee, a classic Hong Kong breakfast dish, with a European range of cold cuts, black and white bread, some tired-looking croissants, and cheeses sweating in the moisture of the morning. Joy, how is your back feeling? Um, much better, thank you. Yeah, I think it's starting to heal. And Good. you regain one hit point from the night's rest, by the way. Oh, excellent. Dorothy, I'd like to discuss something quite serious. Um, my career choices. No, no, no. Come on, will you stop going on about that? Yeah, it feels like it's <laughs> going to be my career choices. No, but Sebastian, what would you like to discuss? <laughs> I didn't get anyone a Christmas present. Oh, I didn't either. I, I know, that's why I'm bringing it up with you and not them. I feel like maybe we should get them something. 
Wait, are you saying this within earshot of... No, 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 I'm trying to feed Joy. <laughs> like stuffing croissants down her mouth. Eat, girl, you've been oh, wounded, you must oh, eat. Cornelia, stop. I, I Be strong, my girl. <laughs> I mean, if we see something along the way that might be nice to pick up... It's I, I just been that. niggling away at me, and it feels quite important, you know. Of all the things that sort of happened while we've been here, it seems pretty high up on, the, on our to-do list, don't you think? Just the sort of... The, the social faux pas of, of you know, it, it, d- don't you feel it? So how would... Doesn't it get under your skin? <laughs> I found it very difficult to sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you Americans have a different way of things, but surely you no, want to we... get them something. Sh- yeah, we exchange presents. That's I wouldn't know, and, and I have no interest in knowing, but I think in this case, <laughs> it's important that we do. Ah. Uh... Hmm. Well, how would you ex- describe last night? Uh, well, I got very drunk, mm-hmm. and we had a bit of a kerfuffle with a chap in the meat room, the room of meat. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, and then I must have fallen asleep or uh-huh. hallucinated some things, and and then we uh, we went back and went to bed. I think. Mm. But the the presents are the. The pressing issue. The priority is okay. the presence, I feel, yes. Right. I have a killer headache, I have to say. You should drink some water. Mm, agree um, to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should talk about what the schedule is for today. Good what idea. What plan on doing. Yes. If, if Christmas shopping can fit in there. Very then high all, up on the list, I feel. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do also think that perhaps we should follow up on this Jonathan Ling person. Yes. Jonathan, of course, yes, that's right, because we found the... The, the the hanging body that they had been cutting pieces <laughs> off and feeding to every right yes now it's a, oh god oh god oh Jesus oh, I wish you hadn't brought it up Dorothy I'm really sorry Sebastian so how are we going to track down this fellow do we take it to the streets what do we do yes. Well, so does this this identity card that we have for him? Maybe it has like an address or something like it that. It did have an address. It did. It has an address in Chinese. It has a photo. Of I would the like man. to read the address. Uh, you cannot read Chinese. Take it. Have a stab at it. <laughs> Make an intelligence check. I think Cornelia thinks she can work yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, <laughs> Something almost is at the tip of your tongue. Um, but no, no, you just don't know. Are there any staff in the area that are Chinese that we could ask, maybe? Yeah, we could Did just you, would find you a rickshaw and say, go here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we take it to the streets, find a rickshaw. Give him Great, so we'll have no idea what we're walking into. Sounds like a plan. Well, let's make sure we're armed this time. Yeah. I've oh, got I've my... got arms. I'll be fine. <laughs> hold up my fists. <laughs> I pat my pockets. I still have my gun and bullets and knife in my pockets with me at all times, just in case. Wonderful. Okay. Even at breakfast. <laughs> Don't worry about that girl. Well, I'm going to keep the knife from last night. Do you still have the pointy stick? <laughs> uh, I don't think I would have taken that to breakfast. <laughs> it still uh, has presumably like goo, human goo yeah. on it. I think I'll leave it up in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope no one goes and tries to clean it. <laughs> well, the last questions. probably we'll not in the... this establishment, to be honest. <laughs> we'll put the do not disturb sign on the door. <laughs> Uh, so you step outside onto the street. Uh, so the Old Majestic is on Connaught Road, 
which is one of the main thoroughfares of Hong Kong. And you step into quite an unseasonably hot day. Uh, so in December, it should be around the, the mid-teens in terms of temperature. It should be cool. But stepping outside, the sun beats down on you and you immediately begin sweating. And it really feels like dense tropical heat. Uh, unlike the the heat that you experience in Egypt, this really starts to to make your clothes sodden with with moisture and sweat almost immediately, and it's quite unpleasant. Uh, you manage to flag down a, a scurrying rickshaw driver, and uh, he stops for you, but then he looks at the four of you and then just keeps going. You infer that rickshaws are probably for one or two people, and he just assumes that you're your time wasters because you can't carry all four of you. Well, maybe let's write down a copy of the address. Although I guess that none How of us would, we would write read it. it. Like, yeah, yeah, we'd get it wrong. Yeah, maybe, well, we're right outside the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Let's ask the front desk of the hotel to just, who or whoever looks like they might be able to make a copy. Of Are they not The concierge. There will be a concierge, of course. <laughs> mm, okay. There is indeed a concierge. Uh, oh. And he... <laughs> Uh, as you approach, he says, uh, how, how may I assist you? Well, we're trying to get to this address. Do you have any suggestions if we need to do it in in two different groups? Would you mind making a copy of the address? Or do you have a suggestion for how all four of us could get there by ourselves? Uh, w- what is the address? I show him the identity card. Okay, he takes the pass from you and he looks at it for a long time. And he looks back up at you. And he says, how- excuse me, madam, how do you know this man? Family friend. <laughs> make, a, make a deception check at disadvantage. Why? I don't know. I said it so convincingly. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Nine. He says, well, okay, that that as may be... Uh, I don't, I don't think you want to go to this to this area of Hong Kong. Let me let me write you up an itinerary of some of the the lovely attractions. You can have a look at the Stanley Market, or or maybe take a tram up to. The I'm pink. not having this. I want to grab him by the shoulder <laughs> and say, "How do you know this man? What's wrong with this address? We want to go there. We'll go there now, if you please. Are you a concierge or not, sir? How very dare you? <laughs> Make an intimidate check. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Can okay. I uh, back him up by just sort of looming behind <laughs> this Cavendish? Okay, I'll let you do that. Make make it an advantage then. Four. <laughs> Would you like to pat your gun? Yes, I don't have my troubles. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, do you threaten him with your gun? <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't go I'm that far. I'm not going to try to no, no. <laughs> uh, He... he takes a, a step back and then he, he looks around a little bit nervously and he says, just one moment, madam. Okay. Uh, he goes into a side room and you can hear him kind of whispering in Cantonese to uh, another man. And then uh, a very similar looking concierge comes out, uh, not the same one, but uh, you assume from his, his attire that he's the same rank. And he says, mm-hmm. hello, how can I help? Well, we, it's very simple. We simply want to get to this address. And your colleague was very unhelpful. We pay good money for this hotel. He looks down and he says, ah, well, this address is in a rather uh, trying part of town. Uh, I, I really do think you... Oh, that's all right. We're very trying people. 
You're being very paternalistic right now, and none of us appreciate it. Just tell us how to get to the address. <laughs> okay. <laughs> May- <laughs> you I'd like to, to make- slap him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, make an attack roll. He's making a... He's sweating. Four. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, you you try to slap his face. He gets the idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. you, you kind of knock his tie askew and it kind of flaps in the wind. I would um, like to slam my fist against the wall. Uh, he's he's visibly sweating now and he looks around and the, the uh, elderly Sri Lankan couple that was having breakfast in the same room as you has come out and they're kind of gaping at the commotion uh, and, and and the the husband kind of ushers his wife away and as if they, they want to leave you to your shameful scene that you're making. Uh, Listen, clearly something's getting lost in translation here. My name is Sebastian St. Battenberg and I offer my hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks down at the worker pass again and looks nervously at your hand and then shakes your hand uh, I'd like to make a strength <laughs> oh, 11 11 okay uh, you you squeeze and y- you can tell that he doesn't really understand what's going on and his <laughs> his, his soft meaty hand is just uh, completely crushed in yours what is your name friend <laughs> <laughs> and he says, please, please, let me, let me, he withdraws his hand from yours and he says, I'll write the address for you in English. And he uh, grabs a slip of paper with the Old Continentals uh, letterhead over the top of it and writes down 231 Kang Cheng Shi Street. And he even draws you a little map. Uh, and so it's basically an intersection between Peel Street and Gage Street. Was that so hard? <laughs> uh, he says, a, ple- a pleasure, a pleasure to help. And uh, I-, I hope you have a wonderful day here in, in our lovely city. I didn't catch his name. Did he give a name? No, no, he, he didn't want to give you his name. <laughs> <laughs> nice man. I like him. So, off we go. Yeah. Uh, so looking at the map and from the hurried directions that he gave you, uh, you can tell that it's it's still on Hong Kong Island. It's around the mid-level. So it sh- from your reckoning, it should be about a half an hour's walk away. Oh, that's not okay. bad. That's yeah. fine. Yep. Okay. Uh, as you start making your way towards the roads shown on the map that you've been given, uh, you begin to feel the city closing in on you. It's very hot. And as, as uh, you proceed, the streets begin to grow narrower and they're paving more uneven and slicked with puddles of murky water, choked with floating shards of rotting vegetables from the market that seems to dominate the entirety of this uh, central portion of Hong Kong. The buildings degrade in quality and familiarity as well as you drift further from the main colonial boulevards and the fine European architecture and grand avenues become spindly, decrepit-looking buildings seemingly held up by intricate lattices of bamboo scaffolding and repurposed fish netting. You begin to realise that Peel Street seems to be a vast fish market, uh, but not quite like those that you might be used to back in Europe. Here there is a much wider continuum that prevails. You see huge grouper fish being hauled out of the water, their muscular tails flapping fiercely, and being hacked in twain with blunt knives, pride in two to boast their still-beating hearts to cooing onlookers. And you also see vast piles of wind-dried fish meat, so withered, yellowed, and alien, so as to seem like mineral formation more than foodstuff. 
through it all, the cacophony of odors is overwhelming to you. So now you've arrived uh, at the intersection of Peel and Gage Street. Uh, it's very hard for the four of you to stay together because there are just throngs of people, like completely dominating. It's midday now, uh, and this is the, the the most busy part of the day for this kind of market. What you... are, there, are there any sort of shops with like knickknacks or anything that like that? <laughs> I've got my eye. <laughs> yeah. So there's various uh, shops. Most of the fish meat shops are seem to be for for consumption, uh, but some of them look a little bit more kind of arcane and mystical and looks like the 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 fish stuffs like the air lungs of particular fish or or abalone dried in a particular way are held in these jars or even in preservative fluids mm-hmm. and uh and there's men who are dressed in 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 particularly flamboyant chinese outfits uh who kind of stroke their chins and regard you appraisingly as you approach sort of nudge dorothy like what do you think maybe uh some sort of christmas present you think they might appreciate preserved fish organs? I don't know. What do you think? As you as you go past them, uh, Dorothy, you immediately understand these to be tourist traps. But one of the uh, men stroking his chin barks out at you, Sebastian, saying, Yo, soldier, you want to please your wife? And he motions towards Dorothy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I begin sweating over my entire body like a thousand times more now. <laughs> no, you've quite... No, I'm gonna you've p- made a, a lot of assumptions. <laughs> I'm going to pull Sebastian along Wait, to catch what? up he, with the rest. Hold on, they might have had something that we could have bought. <laughs> I was just going to explain to the man, and then he seemed like maybe there was something he could sell us. Let's 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 deal with the uh, the Jonathan Ling situation right. first. Okay, <laughs> if you think so. <laughs> okay, uh, so how do you want to go about searching? Do you remain together or do you split up? Uh, I think we should remain together. Mm. Okay, personally, yeah, yeah. yeah it seems yeah. wise. Okay, I feel like Cornelia and I would have been studying the map whilst those two were talking. We're trying yes. to figure out where to go. Yeah. Okay, so you study the map, and it's difficult to to really get your bearings because of how how thickly crowded these streets are. Uh, And staying together means that your progress is quite slow. Uh, You're searching for about an hour until you you become certain that this Kang Cheng Shi Street does not exist, at least not how it's indicated on the map. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you begin to suspect that the concierge either falsified the map or just gave you something to get you out of his hair. And, uh, and, And you're wondering further and further afield from the spot which is indicated in the map in an increasingly desperate search. Uh, as you do so, you you notice that a tram, a rickety tram, starts streaming past you. And Cornelium, you do a double take because as it goes past you, in the corner of your eye, you realise that there is a man on the tram who is wearing a fox mask. And it immediately takes you back to the dream uh, that you had in Draclo Hall of a naked man at the edge of the wood wearing nothing but a fox mask. I'd like to point it out. Point it out. Okay. Uh, everyone make perception checks. You yes, you as well. He's not naked though, right? He's, He's as far as, well, Cornelia didn't see him to be naked. Eight. Eight. Five. Seventeen. Nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, Cornelia, in, in your frantic 
uh, need to, to have everyone else look at this. You, you pointed out and Joy is the first one to whip her head around and the tram is just going around the corner back towards the intersection of Peel and Gage. Uh, and you manage to get a very quick look at the uh, at the kind of the plate showing where the, the tram is headed. So it looks like this. Okay. Do I, can I explain? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, to me, the characters looked kind of like a house and a man with his legs stood wide apart. <laughs> <laughs> so you can treat, you can see where the tram came from, but as it turned the corner, look back, looking back into the intersection of Peel and Gage, you can't even see the tracks on the floor. You don't even understand how the tram managed to pass through this market. Um, it must have just parted the people. Uh, but you can follow the tracks back out to an area of town where it's a little bit thinner, the crowds, and you can actually, you can see a tram stop. Uh, and it's got three sets of characters on it, showing the the various different trams that go through here and the various destinations. Okay, I would recognise. So, which of these three <laughs> was it? The top one. Okay, uh, a tram starts coming through, and it does indeed have the top set of characters on it. Are you all happy to get on that tram? Uh, this is definitely the same um, symbol on it that I saw on the number plate of the tram that just went past. I think we should jump on. You have to find on. the fox man! But, sorry, what... No, I feel like we're bearing the lead slightly here. What fox man? <laughs> the fox man, the fox man! The fox man that I saw that was in, in Drinklo so many years ago! The, oh, you mean the one you saw Come in on, a, so in a go, dream go, you let's had? Go, let's go, let's go. Uh, the, the tram is dinging its bell now and the, the tram conductor right. looks at you... Uh, mutinously. Oh, let's get on. Let's yep. get on. I follow you. Yeah. Uh, so you enter the tram and it starts to take a strange and circuitous route, almost different from what you would have expected from the rails. It's threading its way through various shops and, and, and just kind of parting the people as if they're a mass of water. Uh, the tram itself is decked in worn but still varnished wood and is dented and stained from thousands of sweaty bodies being pressed against it over the years. Uh, as you step inside, uh, trying to maintain your balance as it starts swaying and rattling along the rails, you can see a handful of worried, sickly-looking uh, Chinese who are peering at you nervously from their seats as the trolley rattles and squeals along the city's narrow roads. I smile and wave. Yeah, I'd smile at them. Yeah, you all just smile. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should show them the address, see what you think of that. Oh, they couldn't speak to us anyway. <laughs> I smile and wave. <laughs> uh, do you take a seat or do you remain standing at the at the back end of the tram where you entered? I would take a seat. Yeah. How do we know where we're getting off? Like, surely we should kind of be on the lookout for a fox, fox man. man. <laughs> I certainly am looking out for a fox yep. man. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm still standing at the back. I wouldn't sit. Yeah, I think I'm going to stand at the back as well. Yeah, I'm looking out for shops that might be selling kind of like interesting curiosities. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm taking the weight off. Just yeah, 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 yeah. having a little sit down. Uh, you've been walking for an hour. It's exactly. been tough, yeah. right? Okay, after, uh, after a few turns that you find difficult to keep track of, you can see that the tram is now winding down an impossibly thin alley, so thin that the walls of the adjoining buildings are a hair's breadth from the tram's windows. There's no room for anyone to pass on either side. Your hands unconsciously tighten around the handholds that you've chosen on this tram as it squeezes through at, at breakneck speed. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the tram seems to enter a tunnel. And from your reckoning, you're beginning to forge into the mountain itself, the mountain mass that dominates Hong Kong mm -hmm. Island. After a few minutes of near complete darkness, 
the tram finds what seems to be its final berth, a tiny concrete landing cut into the side of this narrow tunnel with a heavy rusted iron door hulking beside a weakly hissing gaslight. So Where are we? Adventure really just about like poorly designed public transport options. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds. It's sounding like it's sounding like an indictment of like poor infrastructure yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess we get off. Okay. So uh, everyone gets off, and now the other Chinese passengers who were with you look particularly nervous and confused as to why you're here. Uh, but they kind of brush past you, looking back at you uh, almost fearfully, worriedly. Uh, and then the tram starts to slowly squeal and start going backwards, back down the the, the tunnel. How are the workers dressed? Like, do they look like manual laborers or? Uh, they look extremely poor, threadbare, ragged, filthy clothing. You're not even sure they would be presentable at a dock. Maybe they would be, but really very, very poor. I feel like we may have got turned around a bit. Well, let's ask these people for directions. Yeah, it can't hurt, yeah. Okay, who's asking? Happy to do it. I feel like they might be most afraid of you, though. (laughs) Is that in the pro column or the con? I don't know. I feel like that's probably in the con column, right? Maybe not. I can't help the way I look, Dorothy. Sebastian, allow me. I'm going to just let me handle this one. Okay, I take the card and stride up to them and... (laughs) And and, and what? And what? (laughs) I put it out for them to see and I point at the face and sort of put a hand... Do a hands out (laughs) gesture. (laughs) (laughs) And then the address and then, yeah. Maybe some money. Could we offer that? Yes, maybe we could like, yeah... Can we like maybe Dorothy comes forth with some coins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, make a persuasion check at disadvantage given your limited means of communication. Thirteen. Oh, one. One. Oh. <laughs> one. Uh, as you uh, go towards the, the, the it's it's uh, a woman who looks like she's in her fifties. Uh, as you start approaching her, you're saying striding towards her, right? Uh, she looks at you and she starts booking it towards the door. Like she's terrified of you. Um, and she's she's kind of muttering under her breath. And uh, another, another worker comes in front of you, uh, another woman younger, um, maybe in her late 20s. And she kind of stands defiantly between you and, and this other woman and starts berating you in Cantonese. Okay. <laughs> I put my hands up and say, it's okay, it's all right. I'm sorry, I'm just looking for someone. A couple of the people who were trying to go in from the tram have now stopped and turned around and are are, are looking at you with something that seems to uh, begin to resemble resentment. I hold up the card higher and point at it. Doing great. We're doing. So I don't good. think. Okay, guys. I think this is a waste uh, no, of time. I, would like I don't know to what to do. Join her against this woman who's berating my daughter. And I, <laughs> I would like to additionally point at the car, <laughs> but look them dead in the eyes, right? And just point. <laughs> so that, that's intimidate, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you're damn right yeah, it's intimidate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 16. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you stare at her. Okay, you stare at her and, and there's a, 
a five second pause where your eyes just lock with hers and there's kind of an unspoken uh conflict that occurs just in that moment uh and she 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 breaks she blinks and then she looks back at the people who um who have stopped to watch this scene unfold uh and she barks something in cantonese and then looks back at the past and looks at you uh, and then just kind of jerks her chin back behind her towards the door that leads inside. So she's beckoning us in? Uh, well, I mean, she seems to be just indicating inside, but then she kind of goes inside herself without waiting for you, or really she just seems like she's done with you. Nice one, Cornelia. I think she's beckoning, beckoning so us in. So we all in. go in? Yeah. 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 Our heroes enjoy their apparent victory. Having seemingly bridged the gulf of language and culture, their path forward is assured. They have a lead in the waiter, Jonathan Ling, and their quarry in the man in the fox mask. The convergence of past images with present mysteries invigorates Cornelia, and she triumphantly marches Joy and Dorothy towards the door, her willing accomplices in this conjecture. Sebastian hesitates, subconsciously feeling at his suit jacket where his father's pipe sits. Lost in a foreign land, his resolve nonetheless fastens around two certainties. There is justice to be brought and lives to protect. Confident that this door will steer them to some sort of answer, our heroes rally their enthusiasm and step into the darkness. You've been listening to The Nightmare of Cao Yi Chow, written by Giorgio Mariani and produced and edited by David Knight and Tom Dalling, with music by Jonathan Day. Starring Eleanor Kohler as Dorothy Taylor, Maximilian John as Cornelia Cavendish, David Knight as Sebastian St. Battenberg, and Charlie May as Joy Dutton. I am Giorgio Mariani, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at The Infinite Bad and support the production of this series on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. The Infinite Bad is a definitely human production. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.